0: welcome to lombardi's legends podcast my name is wags and with me as always is dane hey wags how's it
1: going man good good we're doing our positional breakdown podcast here so uh, if you like what you're listening to now uh, we're doing them for every position heading into training camp it's going to be a really competitive season uh, heading into september
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, We're also on social, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Lombardi's Legends. So please follow us, like us, review us. We appreciate all the feedback. And um, just if you're new to the show, uh, just so you know, Dane and I, uh, we're just a couple of regular guys fans and owners of the Packers, uh, longtime fans and owners. We um, really just love our Packers and, and we're not trying to be uh, giving some angle or, or want to be media guys. Uh, we really just want to give a voice uh, that fan voice and we really just want to focus on the Packers and the organization community, um, all things Packers so we don't talk a lot about ourselves at all. Uh, we really like to just talk about the players and the team so uh, we're we're really focused on that pretty much all the time when we're when we're doing these pods
1: yep so sit back relax agree with us disagree with us and listen to us break down these position groups so wags as we always like to say go pack go go pack go in horseshoes and hand grenades There ain't no second place in Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. It's Dane with WAGS and today we are breaking down the offensive line position as we head into training camp and into the first few days of training camp. And WAGS, this is a group that looks deeper than it's been in a long time. Yeah, absolutely.
0: There's gonna be quite a few battles at a number of positions. We've got a couple of spots that are locked down. And um, so we are going to be looking pretty good, but uh, it's gonna be exciting to see where some of these guys slot in. There's some uh, guys that should or could be impact players this year. And we don't really know for sure what spot they're gonna be lining up at.
1: No, and I think that's part of that's by design i this this Packer team uh, loves versatility guys that can play a number of different positions, whether it's on the offensive line position, a lot of these defensive positions as we saw in the draft. but certainly you look at the players that we have right now on the offensive line and a lot of these guys can can move around whether it's uh Uh, Guys that are primarily tackles that can play some guard or guard that play tackle, even a couple guys now that can play the center position. Where last year we didn't really have a true backup center. This year, uh, through the draft with uh, Elton Jenkins bringing him in, um, you know, I think that he's going to be playing some of those roles. But, Wags, let's kick it off with the locks that are going to make this team. I think it's pretty safe to say that our uh, all pro left tackle, David Bakhtiari, beer drinking champion is gonna make
0: this team. Yeah, his spot is secure, and he definitely falls into that category of guys that we say, get some reps in, stay healthy. (laughs) Don't go to the ground. Yeah, so uh, David Bakhtiari is locked up on this roster, and I'm just gonna go ahead and throw Corey Lindsley in as a lock as well at that center position. Uh, Those two guys, I think, are the clear locks. Uh, to make this team. There's no competition there. They've got their starting spots secured and they've got their roster spots secured as well.
1: 100%, Corey Lindsley has just been an animal uh, since he he made his appearance with the team. If you remember, there was an injury a few years back. Corey had been drafted. He comes in and he never really gave up that spot. Uh, Since then, he's been... Phenomenal on the field. He and his wife do charity work off the field, just like the the consummate offensive lineman, Green Bay Packer, we're fortunate to have him. Um, Now let's look at a couple of the other guys that are, uh, I think, slotted in to be starters right now. Uh, Certainly through the first few days of camp have been in the the starting five. Uh, Let's start with Lane Taylor. Lane had a bit of an up and down season last year after I thought having a pretty solid season the year before. I'm pretty confident in his ability to bounce back. I think he's a gritty player. He's the kind of guy that likes to fight and battle for a position. What's your take on Lane?
0: Yeah, I I really like Lane. I think he's someone that a lot of fans were uncertain about a couple years ago. Uh, when we uh, moved on from, uh, TJ, uh, Lang and, and sitting and sitting yeah. and Lane was uh, thrust into a starting position and he responded very, very well. So I, I think it's safe to say that this is a guy that's been steady. I, as you said, had a little bit of a disappointing season last year. Uh, he's going to have some competition though. I, I think his spot on the roster is definitely secure. Yeah. Uh, uh, unless for some reason you know they want to uh, pursue a trade opportunity, if if they think some of these other young guys are are ready to step in and have a more of a future with this team, but short of that, I, I definitely think his roster spot is secure. And uh, to be honest with you, I'll be uh, slightly surprised if he doesn't uh, end up as one of the starting guards.
1: Yeah, you've got to think that he slotted into that left side of the offensive line, and then. You know, moving over, we, we made a lot of splashes in free agency, a number of them on the defensive side of the ball, between the two Smiths and, uh, and Adrian Amos. But uh, Billy Turner, kind of under the radar, I think, from, a, from the general fans' perspective. He was kind of the fourth big signing uh, from the Packers, coming over from Denver. And um, he's an interesting guy because he can kind of slide to the right tackle position. But I think this season... He is no doubt the starting guard on the right side of the offensive line, and he's really locking in there. And then potentially down the road could be the right tackle the future should we move on from Brian Belaga after this year.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. This is one of the guys that I was thinking of when we said he's going to play. We don't know exactly (laughs) what position it's going to be at. And I would uh, agree with you that it looks like he's going to be starting out at that right guard position. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be fascinating to watch Elton Jenkins because this is a guy that just has come in to the rookie orientation and into OTAs. And there's a lot of buzz out there that he's ready to play right now. Um, he's gonna have to continue that trend to earn that trust and to potentially earn that spot uh, here in training camp. But if he's ready to go at guard and Billy Turner's doing his job, What happens then? I think that's a really, really interesting question.
1: Man, I hope we have that problem (laughs) because (laughs) that means that our offensive line, which I think on paper right now looks like they could be, they're a top 10 offensive line in my opinion. I really do. I think that they're athletic. I think that we have guys that are tried and true players mixed in with some maybe uh, unknowns but with ridiculous upside so i think that there's going to be a lot of fights and and uh, for for not only roster positions but week in and week out in the film room all of this these guys are going to have to be playing at the top of their ability because the depth is just so darn deep this season
0: so we've just set ourselves up to talk about brian Belager yeah. right because this is a guy that you know basically should be a lock to make the team. Mm-hmm. He's uh, been the starting right tackle for, you know, quite a few Long seasons now. now. And, and I think he's a little bit underrated, uh, frankly, by Packers fans as someone that, you know, gets a little bit of that, uh, he gets a little bit of a bad rap, I think, as, as being injury prone. I'm not sure that's entirely true. Um, he, mm-hmm. Has taken some some injuries, but most of most of uh, the games that he's missed, it's been pretty short term. He's been battling, and he 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 usually plays through most of the nicks and bruises that he has. So I, I think this is a guy that uh, is a potentially a Packer Hall of Famer mm-hmm. at some point uh, when he decides to hang it up. And uh, I thought he had a pretty solid season last year, to be quite honest with you. So I I, I was. Not sure if he would be someone that they would keep just for salary cap reasons, but they kept him around and they're bringing him into camp. Um, He's coming off of a a fairly significant injury last season, but um, if he's ready to go, he might, um, uh, I I think, definitely be that tackle with Billy Turner at guard and Alton Jenkins in reserve. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe... It will be interesting to see if Brian Bulaga is uh, put on the physically un- unable to perform list to start the season, so they can ease him back in, um, and then they have some depth uh, when he's fully healthy and ready to go. Not saying he's not healthy and ready to go at this point. I haven't heard otherwise, but uh, we'll be uh, definitely want to be keeping an eye on that as we move forward.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I totally agree with you that I think Belaga gets a bit of a bad rap for the injury bug label. Um, the guy plays through a lot. He played 14 games. He started 14 games last season. And I think when he and Bakhtiari are on the field at the same time, um, it's, it's hard to find a better duo in the league, uh, playing, playing at the tackle positions. And, you know, frankly, when, when Brian Belaga is on the field for the Green Bay Packers, the offensive line has always been better. So I, I'm, 100 percent on board with him being on this roster this year he is going into a contract year. wouldn't be surprised long term if uh, the team parts uh with him or he decides to part uh, maybe even from from the game as you know as he gets a little bit older Uh, but for this season i think we have a window for a super bowl and brian bulaga Uh, very well could be the right tackle that helps us get there.
0: I think this is Brian Villagas' last season. Obviously no inside information on that, but he's had a heck of a career, and if he wants to continue playing, I'm sure he can catch on somewhere after this season. I don't see a scenario where the Packers bring him back. It seems like they've set themselves up to be able to move forward next season um, with some of the new guys they brought in. So it's it's just looking at it, I think, realistically that if Brian Bulaga wants to retire a Packer, I I really think this is his last season. and I hope that he can go out on a high note. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, that that leads us back, I think, to Alton Jenkins. We keep mentioning his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's
1: going to have a prominent
0: role this season. You don't draft
1: a guy that high unless you're expecting him to play some football.
0: Not only that, but that versatility. Mm -hmm. He's most likely to be the primary backup at center, both guard positions and at tackle. Uh, So he's gonna get on the field at some point in time. Um, And maybe for quite a bit uh, of an extended look so he's gonna have to be ready to go Um, And that's quite a bit of responsibility to put on a young guy
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to watch him uh, As camp continues to progress because I think he's got a bit of a mean streak in him It's something that I always like to see out of our offensive line, but competing there with him are a number of guys that have been on the roster that Packer fans ha- have grown to know over the years. And I'm speaking uh, we'll talk first about Justin McCray. Justin has a ton of starting experience for the Packers over the last few years. He's a guy who he had played guard almost all of his career. I remember a game uh, a couple years back where he ended up playing tackle for the Packers when we just were decimated by injuries. But uh, I think that he's been um, he, he's a very good offensive lineman to have on the roster. I don't know if he's a 16 game starter at this point in his career uh, for a Super Bowl. A contending team but I do think that he's a depth piece and he's the kind of guy that if somebody goes down I trust Justin McCray to go in there and fill his role admirably.
0: Yeah I just don't know I agree it will be interesting though I just don't know if he has the positional versatility to have the value that he had in years past uh, with jenkins kind of stepping into that role as kind of your primary backup at guard and now at center Um, i'm not sure if if mccray is a guy that he's almost a luxury that you can not afford to keep at at some point so i think he's his his position on the roster as a talent um, i would expect that he would be one of the you know two or three backups that i would uh, think would make the team but um, that positional versatility might uh, come back to hurt him a little bit. I know you mentioned certainly he pl- he started a game at tackle, um, and uh, in a pinch, that's that's not an ideal situation. I don't think so. Um, I I don't know. Uh, McCray doesn't make a lot of money, um, right. so that's not an issue. It's not like you're you're saving money by cutting him, even though he's been around for a few years. Mm. Um, but um, uh, I, I do agree. I, I would think that he's probably got the inside track to be one of those uh, backups uh, on the interior. Uh, but he does have some competition there, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he does. And and I think part of the question, as and it's going to be a hard question for coaching staff to answer is how many offensive linemen are they going to end up keeping on this roster? Um, I don't see a scenario where the Packers leave camp without uh, having nine offensive linemen. I just don't. I go down the list. In addition to the guys we've already talked about, um, Lucas Patrick's another guy who is just he's got a mean streak. He's battled his way into the roster. I think he's going to his fourth season now. And he's somebody who's just another swing guard there um, in kind of in the interior part of this offensive line. Who um, finds a way to stick on a roster, finds a way to play football, and uh, you know that I love him. He's one of my favorite Packers on the team, and I, I think it's because of his grit and he, his ability to just come in in cold off the off the sidelines and do everything he can in his power uh, to protect Aaron Rodgers. And if you remember last year, there were some chippy plays where the first guy there is Lucas Patrick getting in the opposing team's face when they're getting a little too close to Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, and I I like his grit too. And, and he was someone that was on the roster all year last year. Um, certainly, I think, endeared himself to a lot of Packer fans, mm-hmm. us two included, uh, with that aforementioned play. Uh, So uh, that's what you like to see in a backup that comes in, you know, just a blue collar guy, works hard, does his job, maybe not the most talented player um, physically, uh, but uh, someone that definitely can stick on an NFL roster for a number of years uh, by, by doing his job and, and just being accountable and, and knowing what he needs to do. So I, I think in that regard, he's a smart player, um, definitely someone that I'm sure earns the trust of the coaching staff. And that is not undervalued, certainly. Um, especially when you're in one of those backup rules, a lot of times you need to be able to line up both on the left side and on the right side. Mm -hmm. And folks, I, I, I realize that you might not think of that as being too difficult, but it's a whole different look, a whole different read. You've got a different hand on the ground. Uh, you know, you've got different gaps that you're covering. You've got a, a different step back techniques. So that's not that easy to do. Uh, especially at this level, uh, right? Correct, yeah, especially in the NFL. So um, I, I, I think that's something that uh, will serve him well. And, and I think he definitely is uh, another guy that has a real shot to make the team. Yeah, and so we've already mentioned eight guys, and we haven't even gotten into any of the backup tackles uh, no. yet. So, uh, so it's things are tightening up here. If we're thinking nine is the number, uh, are there a couple other guards, though, that you think might be worth keeping an eye on? Dan? Well,
1: uh, you know, at this point now, we're starting to go into a, a position where um, there's, you know, I think of the the um, you know the Adam Pankies of the world. I think of alex light i I start to look at these linemen but um, i think a lot of these guys are going to be able to play a number of different positions potentially for the packers um so what i really want to talk about is is jason spriggs because he's a guy who we drafted um reasonably high a few years back he's had a lot of opportunity uh to to really i think um establish himself as a potential heir apparent to certainly Brian Balaga and he hasn't been able to to achieve that uh, in his time in Green Bay and um, he you know he's the first guy on this offensive line uh, that was on the roster last year that I just don't see a scenario unless he has an unbelievable camp I think this is probably the last camp we're going to see of Jason Spriggs in green and gold
0: I think that's fair to say. Um, at a certain point, what have you shown us? And I, no disrespect to Jason, but he's had opportunities. Yeah. And uh, it was really a lot of continuity too, because it's not as if he has had, you know, several different coaching staffs that he's been working with. Um, He was a guy, as you mentioned, that came in highly drafted. And so you know that they invested a lot of time and effort into trying to develop and get the most out of him. He's, to be fair, had some pretty significant injuries early in his career. Uh, And I'm sure that that, uh, you know, sometimes those types of things can just derail someone's you know, athletic ability, strength in, in certain core areas. And uh, I'm not saying that that's definitely happened, but um, I, it's not easy to come back from those uh, significant injuries, especially these guys as big as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, any time you need to have, um, you, you, these offensive linemen, they're very, very athletic. I, I don't think people understand um, the athletic ability that these guys have, uh, the way they move their feet, the way they keep their core centered and upright, when you've got huge D linemen coming at you full speed, that takes a ton of athletic ability. Yeah, And so I think the injuries that Spriggs has sustained, I, I'm sure has been, uh, had a, a significant impact on, on his ability to, to step up and, and uh, improve over the years. So I would agree. I actually would be pretty surprised if Spriggs makes this roster.
1: Yeah, and and then that opens up, if we're talking about guys that their primary position is the offensive tackle uh, role, I gotta look at a friend of the podcast, man. I think Herard DeBeer, a guy that um, we were fortunate enough to interview a few weeks back, uh, he's incredibly athletic. We brought him onto the practice squad last year. He's still learning the game of football. He, he, he folks, if you haven't listened to the pod, go back and listen to him because he's a really fascinating guy, but he's a guy who was, was a track guy and, you know, finds himself what five years later in the NFL. It's an incredible story. And, and, I, I'm just his upside is through the roof, and if you're the Green Bay Packers and you have some other guys on the on the roster that we've already mentioned that can maybe play a few different roles, you got to at least look at him in the practice squad again. But but he very well could corner that last roster spot in Green Bay as a backup tackle.
0: Absolutely, um, you mentioned it. A guy with some upside. Uh, he's got all of the physical attributes that you'd be looking for at that tackle position. Six six. Um, up over 315 pounds. So I definitely think Beer is someone that um, would uh, be battling for uh, that spot as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think just looking at a couple of other guys, what do you think uh, about Alex Light? Because he's got some of that versatility. He's uh, listed as both a guard and tackle, Um, uh, stuck around on the team all year last year. I think a lot of fans... Um, are, that uh, are really follow the team, uh, like what they've heard and seen about Alex Light. Um, he's another young guy that I definitely would keep our, our eye on. Um, and then finally, Cole Madison is yeah. someone that came back to the team after taking a year away from football. And listen, I, I don't know if, if he's going to be able to come back to the game and, and, and make an impact and, and do enough to make this roster But he was a player that they drafted, I believe, in the fifth round. Mm -hmm. So he's got some talent, and I think they're going to give him a look. So it will be interesting to see what he brings to the table because uh, he's a, a young guy that I think they've certainly had some hopes for. Uh, going into last year, so uh, I think he's another name to add to the list to, to keep our eye on as well.
1: Yeah, Wiggs, I mean, how fortunate are we right now that we're talking this late in the podcast about a kid, Alex Light, who was on the roster all year last year, played three games for the Packers last year, got into three games, and we're talking about a fifth-round pick, Cole Madison, who some people thought would stick last season. Now he's coming back, played a ton of games at tackle in college, they think could play tackle and guard in the NFL. I mean, we're talking about two guys that on a lot of other NFL rosters are both making a a team at the same time. And here, we're sitting here talking about how they could be the back-end guys or both get cut and we just don't know. I mean, it's really an embarrassment of riches right now in a very violent position and um, I think that this this really highlights how difficult this is going to be but also the opportunity in these preseason games for these guys to stand out because I, I think with both of them if they don't make the roster, they're, they're going to end up either on a practice squad, either in Green Bay or somewhere else, or even on active rosters somewhere else. So it is a battle for these eight and nine spots. And I'll tell you what, I mentioned it earlier,
0: but if these guys come in, Alec, your Alex Slice, your De Beers, and you know, your uh, Cole Madisons, and they're proving that they belong on the roster that's where a Lane Taylor might be looking as a trade ship because I don't know how much you want to pay your offensive line. If you've got some young guys that you can fill in and you're paying on rookie contracts still, that makes a guy like Lane expendable. And and that doesn't say anything about his talent because – uh, he might be a guy that th- some other teams out there would have a need for, so mm-hmm. um, that's a, a possibility I think to keep an eye on, uh, where uh, one of these guys that you think is definitely going to be a starter or make the roster uh, becomes a trade ship, and that opens up a spot for it, one of these young guys as well.
1: Yeah, for sure, and I, you're 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 spot on. I, I really think you are, and uh, and you know, do you have to mention Adam Pankey again. He's a guy who's been on and off this roster since shoot, I think that we originally signed him in 2017 and he's been on the practice squad. He's been on the roster. And I think the coaches have always liked his versatility. So, I mean, we're talking about all these guys. We've got another guy with, with NFL game experience here on the roster. And then Larry Williams is also a, a undrafted kid out of, um, you know, I believe he went to Oklahoma State uh, playing that guard position and, um, he was uh, with, uh, I, I believe he was with, uh, he played Oklahoma State for quite a while there. He came from a community college. Um, so, you know, played in the passing offense. So he's kind of a dark horse kid that I don't see a scenario where he makes the, the 53. But if he impresses enough, he might go to the, the practice squad himself. I mean, I think that up and down this roster right now, We have guys that uh, could all suit up for the green and gold at some point in 2019. They all have that talent level.
0: Yeah, and that's so important because we've seen in a few seasons where that offensive line has been decimated by injuries, So you need depth uh, Mm -hmm. all the way up and down the roster, and I think Goody's done an incredible job of doing that, Uh, not only for this season, but if uh, Bulaga should move on or retire, um, I think we're well-positioned to be covered there for years to come
1: yeah and the last guy because we've mentioned everybody else on the roster and this this is just be an o- oversight if we didn't mention him is yash Nijman, he is a uh, offensive tackle uh, that we signed in may uh, of this season he played uh, a ton of games over four years at virginia tech played some left tackle played some right tackle Shocking. The Packers like guys that can play multiple positions. He's another one of those guys. And, um, you know, I think that you just always have to be on the lookout. And what struck me about him is his size. This kid is six foot seven. He's a big guy who who can dominate at the line of scrimmage. So another guy to just keep an eye on as as this progresses because um, it just highlights how talented they are. And I think that another kid who's kind of a dark horse guy, athletic enough that he could stick around. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. And if he's someone that
0: shows enough, maybe he Uh, sticks around on the practice squad to start the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, They get another year of strength and development with him, get another look at at him next spring, and then, you know, see if he's someone that can compete to make the roster next
1: season as well. I'm jacked up, man. Let's, Let's watch these guys
0: crack some pads. It's time. I'm so
1: glad camp is here.
0: Yeah, I am excited too. I think it's time to move that sled around. What do you say, Dave? Oh, let's move that sled and let's go pack go. Go pack go.